there's a fine line between awful, awful, and then awful, amazing. Oh, you're good. If you and Tarantino recommend it, how can I turn it down? Please say Grease. Please say Grease. They come out at night, mostly, mostly. Sudden impact. Or wait, was it sudden impact or sudden death or sudden something? Man. That's how they're going to trap us in the future. Free movie, and we just run right into the rat trap. And so I feel like I'm a part of Hellgate. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that is sexier when dubbed in German. <laughs> I'm oh. Eric Warner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a puzzled Eugene Weaver. <laughs> Nothing puzzling about it. It's just Ooh, German. Uh, German. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm going with that. That's a very unsexy language. I think that was the, that was the joke. Oh, it's always the joke. It's always See, funnier it's... when you have to explain it. I... <laughs> it's comedy 101. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm on to my last. Uh, Double shot here of Glenn Livett. I actually saved it from last week. Oh, nice. So that I'd have that to kick off with, to kick the show off with. Nice. And I also do not have a working can of WD-40. So, Ooh, it's... sorry everybody, I tried. But yeah. no dice. <laughs> it's it's there, it's squeaky. Not, 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 it's doing okay right now, that's good. I'm not even breathing. Mm. It'll be rearing its head, uh, trust me. I tried. Yeah, I kind of envision your chair as a stop motion, like creation in your office that, you know, <laughs> that, that would make more sense if it were. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the reality is it's, it's a nice chair. There's no reason for it to be that way. It just needs a little WD-40, little, little lube yeah. as yeah. we all are want to need from time to time yeah. for various reasons. But oh, uh, <laughs> yes, it's yes. As we get older, we, we, we need our lube. <laughs> Lubes and powders and what have yous. Yes. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, actually, I got a bottle of Canadian Club Small Batch, 12 years old. Mm. It wasn't that expensive, trust me. It, it makes it sound fancy. It's not. It tastes good, though. I mean, it's it's definitely a step up, um, but it's you can tell they're trying to go after the the Cuddy crowd, yeah. but no, it's it's not that. It's good. I like your Tony the Tiger Cup. Oh yes, this is my original. Um, this is my original Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus Cup that I got as a child from my mom and dad when they took me to the circus. Mm. So, a, this is my usual tiny cup that I'm rocking. Ah, yes, some so, Kylo Ren action there. Yep, yep. And see, what's cool is that the tail of the lion is the handle. And then inside the lion is is uh, booze. I so do believe it, that uh, that is a tiger. It is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the same. It's yeah. Whatever. We're not here to we're not here to pass judgment. Yeah, this isn't animal freaks. Come on, it's yeah. movie freaks. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, and with that, are you ready to move on to the roulette? Mm-hmm. Get this show started. Uh, okay. Ah, of course, I left a thing I need for the second segment all the way on the other side of the office, so I'll have to take a break to get that. But anyway, okay. let's let's start at the beginning before we get there. Get ahead of ourselves. Okay. And let's go to the roulette where we dive into the ocean of movies in cinema and try to find those gems in the rough. And last week it was spasms, or was it up against Hangar Eighteen? And you get to go first, so please tell us all about Hangar Eighteen. 
Oh, boy. Okay. Um, this was indeed the movie that I watched a little bit of when uh, I was a kid, and then it was it had to be turned off because it was too scary, whatever. Um, uh, you know, the whole way through this, I'm like, boy, this feels like this um, might have been a mystery science theater movie. And um, I did a little research, and um, yeah, I believe it was. So... <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Um, having said that, Robert Vaughn is in it. Uh, so there's that. And there's actually a couple other uh, actors that, that you'd be like, wait a minute, I've seen that person from something else. Uh, but for what it is, um, it's it's an okay little alien government cover-up type thing of, from the very, very early 80s. It, um, basically, there's a – these astronauts see a uh, – Spaceship crash, and uh, the government immediately starts to cover it up once they land, and then the, and discredit them. So then these guys uh, go to find out what really happened. Well, Hangar 18 is obviously where this spaceship is being hidden, and inside is the key to unlocking Earth's ancestry, history, all that good stuff. And of course, all the government people are shady, and there's. You know, some people are trying to help them, and the local yokels know something's up, and you know the drill. It's, yeah, it's been done before or after better. Uh, having said that, it was perfectly serviceable early 80s nonsense. Um, was it gory at all, or was this like made for TV? No, this was, this was total, yeah, it felt, it felt TV-ish, which was fine. Um, but yeah, there was no, I mean, in fact, it was very much a, um, uh, aliens are good and the government is shady, which, you know, in, in today's, it's real. That's real life. So. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Mm hmm. Um, the aliens looked ridiculous. We do see aliens in it. Uh, but it was all, but the UFO was actually pretty cool looking. Um, the acting was standard issue, not that great, but not awful. Just. Going through the TV motions, you know? And there's just a, a lot of... Ex- what's the word? Eh, excuses. That's what I'm hearing. Just a yeah. lot of... I, here's, I, I will say this. The quality, uh, the quality of this was really poor. If this would have been... Um, I've said this time and time again. If this would have been remastered, it would have improved my viewing experience tremendously it would have because it's not a bad movie it really isn't i i enjoyed it for what it was but it was so pixelated and crappy and i'm like i'm kind of watching blobs on the screen uh you know going through the motions and i get what's going on but it's kind of hard i'm like oh that spaceship's kind of cool i think but i'm not sure because it's blocky and pixelated Mm -hmm. um so but it just this feels like something that i can't imagine we'll ever get a blu-ray high def release because uh, although having said that, I, I own some of the most obscure, crazy, weird stuff on Blu-ray, so you never know. But there's nothing, there's not a, like, a gore angle to it or anything like that that will draw in that horror crowd, but I don't know, some, some niche company can pick it up and make a thousand copies and say extremely limited run and it'll probably sell out, so. And I'll probably own it. Anyway, there you did, go. Did you just like it out of vengeance because your parents wouldn't let you watch it when you were a kid? Was it scary? You know, did it fall into that category? No, at least? no. Um, I mean, it was it was mysterious. Mm. But I, I mean, I, maybe for a kid, at, I mean, I'm guessing if this was if it did come out on TV, I would have been six years old. So yeah, at six years old, yeah, 
Yeah, I I would have been a little bit, yeah, like whatever. Um, but as it is, it's the cover is. I'm on uh, IMDb right now, and the cover for it actually is on IMDb. I found it on IMDb, and uh, the the poster art for it. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool looking. I'm like, man, it's kind of cooler than the movie. <laughs> um. So anyway, but yeah, it it was totally serviceable. I. All right, I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's nothing that stood out to me. The like, oh yeah, I've got to recommend this. Or no, this was awful. It was just a middling TV movie of the week, whatever the, that I I enjoyed while it was on. The okay. end. Okay. On over on my side, it was spasms. Uh, nope, because uh, the only <laughs> version that was on YouTube is in Italian. And mm-hmm. I actually contemplated: should I just sit through this shit pile in Italian <laughs> just so I can be done? But I didn't, I, so I went to the next pick, which was Blood Sisters. Hmm. <sighs> Seven <laughs> girls must spend the night in an old house uh, as part of an initiation. Excellent. It was far from excellent. Let me let me tell you. So the very beginning of this movie is a little boy uh, walking down the street talking to this girl, and he's like trying to give her candy or something to play doctor, I think, and she starts calling him pervert because he's a bastard. Oh. And he runs home to this, I guess, I guess brothel. I guess he's an orphan who's growing up in the brothel and and shoots a couple people with a rifle. Sure. And okay. then yeah. um, fast forward fifteen <laughs> years, you can write the rest of this movie from that, right? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh god, and it takes forever to get on with it. It's like another forty minutes before anything happens. There's there's a bunch of co-eds in a bar and it looks like they're all dancing to different music some people are kind of headbanging some are shuffling and some are doo-wopping some and doing the Crisp, Crispin Glover yeah, Friday the 13th I, Part 4 it dance. was so yeah. confusing and awful it was terrible <laughs> uh, at least was it worse than Nymphoid Barbarian? no at least Ooh. this one was R-rated at least okay. things happened that were R-rated <laughs> um, other than that, oh, I'm going to have to go ahead and give uh, Blood Sisters a big old thumbs down. Now, would, <laughs> would you like it? Maybe. I, I don't know. It's, oh. it, I have no idea what you would think about this. I don't think it's really gory. I mean, it had some kills in it, but it was uh, slashing here, choking there, shooting. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, oh, now, I did want to say... Uh, jumping back to Hangar 18, uh, I actually, I made a note of this and I just, I just saw this here. I probably got my hopes up when it started and the opening credits were going through there. I'm like, oh, here we go. Produced by Charles E. Sellier Jr., who directed Silent Night, Deadly Night. I'm like, alright, not so much. Uh, then I look, I looked at what other things that he's produced. I'm like, oh, Grizzly Adams, never mind. (laughs) Alright. Yeah, right. So, anyway, but, uh, yeah, there you go. So, uh, I did think that that was a bit interesting, though, that, uh, that Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Hangar 18, there is a, a, uh, a connection. A, a connection somehow. So, there you go. Okay, well, let's get on to the next round. Um, okay, so for you this week, uh, we have starting with, uh, the D train. And, oh, and by the way, these are all, Netflix movies. So we are now 
onto a yes. Netflix run here. Thank you. I need a break yes. from the YouTube yeah. crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, D Train is a comedy slash drama, 2015, uh, starring Jack Black and James Marsden. Um, which, and actually some other, like, name actors. I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. Uh, actually, it surprised me. Did this get a theatrical run? I didn't. I don't think I, so. Okay. Um, synopsis is, the head of a high school reunion committee travels to Los Angeles to track down the most popular guy from his graduating class to convince him to go to the reunion. And it's rated R, so it might be raunchy comedy. I don't know, but, uh, the, the names were big enough that I'm like, oh, let's throw that on the roulette. That's a roulette movie. Um, next up is The Eyes of My Mother from 2016. Uh, only an hour and 15 minutes, so that's something. It's a black and white uh, movie. Uh, a young, lonely woman is consumed by her deepest and darkest desires after tragedy strikes her quiet country life. And I remember reading about this movie. Uh, I'm There's no way it's anywhere near as good as Roman Polanski's Repulsion, but it has a bit of that vibe going on with the lady possibly maybe sort of going crazy. So... Um, there's that. Um, okay. And last but not least, in my humble opinion, is uh, a movie called Abattoir, I think, or Abattoir. I want to hear how you tried to pronounce it first. Okay. Uh, Ab- Abattoir? Abbot- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, new movie from director Darren Lynn Bousman, and I actually uh, like a lot of the stuff that this guy has made, primarily The Barons, which I thought was a great movie. Um, an investigative reporter teams up with a police officer to, to solve the mystery of why a seemingly good man murdered her sister's uh, family. So uh, that's a... And I have heard... Like, this is one I've actually... I've heard of this movie, and... Because that, that director... He made... Uh, I think he directed a big chunk of the Saw movies after... James Wan's first one. I think he did two, three, four, uh, something like oh, okay. that. So I was going to throw so, this one your way too, but then they added uh, several more flicks before I like was scaling back from the end of my queue, and I was like, "Oh, that one, that one, that one." There we go. I had yeah. added this one a couple oh, week or two ago. And Lin Shay is in this. I, I, for some reason, I like Lin Shay. I think that she's she's cool. For some, you know who that is. Uh, name rings a bell, but I can't. Uh, she was the older lady in the in Insidious movies, and uh, oh, okay. she's. Yeah, so I, I like her, um, and for some reason I know that that's not a huge name, but it's still, it's a name actress, so anyway, uh, there you go, there's your movies. Okay, and for you, we have Tank, I, I vetted all these with trailers, by the way. Tank 432, running for their lives, a desperate group of mercenaries take shelter in an abandoned tank, not knowing that the terror, uh, the terror is only just the beginning, that's a terrible synopsis, um... <laughs> Yeah, and th- this one, uh, you might r- run into that slickly shot nonsense, but this is like a uh, British movie, so mm. you, you, it looked had more of that gritty film look from the trailer mm. anyway. So I don't think that it's going to be uh, that low-budget uh, horror movie. Next okay. up, The Windmill. Seeking shelter near a historic windmill, a group of tourists fall prey to a bloodthirsty miller from legend who's in league with the devil. This one has the most chance of being your slickly shot bullshit, but it also looked like it could have a good amount of gore and violence and be maybe be a gem in the rough, maybe? I don't know about all that, but 
at least it might be entertaining. Okay. But I would say that's your riskiest pick of the week. You've been fair warned. And lastly, good kill. As Tommy Egan pilots armed drones over Afghanistan from the safe comfort of Las Vegas, the remote nature of his work begins to raise moral questions. Starring Ethan Hawke, January Drones, Bruce Greenwood, Zoe Kravitz, directed by Andrew Nichol. I mean, that's pretty yeah. pretty high class uh, yeah. components there. So maybe that one actually that- got a. Uh- a limited theatrical release. I remember hearing about that movie. But it's also army yeah. current war military depressing. So yeah. for me for me anyway. That's why I throw it to you. Yep. Okay. All right. Um so I um boy good kill is so tempting, but it has been such a drought of horror on Netflix that I just my Gut instinct says, try Windmill, because it might be like you say. Oh, uh, did you uh, watch the trailers? I did. I actually did. Okay. Um, All right. And, well, um, I, I, wash, now, good, I wash my hands yeah. of it. Now, Good Kill, I did not, because I, I, I'm i like, oh, okay, I, I've i heard of that movie and got it. Uh, but the, the tank one and the windmill, I'm like, All right. <laughs> so, Windmill. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, um, you always... You always bottom feed, man. Always. Uh, but you never know. It might be something. Man, that we get one a year, I think. That that really is that low <laughs> that we like that much. Uh, okay, we'll for me, I guess I'll take the Avatar one. Avatar. Because why not? D-Train looks okay. Eyes of my mother, no thank you. I oh, watched, really? I watched that trailer. Nope. No. That's, a little bit too much girl walks home alone at yep, night. That's blah, exactly blah, blah, blah. what it looked yeah. like. Yeah. I'm good on um, that. Yeah. At the very least, I, I can't imagine that you're going to come away from that movie thinking, oh, that was awful. Because I, I have yet to see a movie from that director that I'm like, that is garbage. I He's somewhat of a, you know, prolific. What, prolific? Is that something? Prolific. Pro, prolific. Pro- yeah. Ah, that's yeah. all right. That, Close yeah. enough. Especially because I, I, when I think of him, I think of The Barons, which I so liked and I'm like, maybe there's another Barons movie in him, so who knows? Well, I have nowhere to go but up. I went from yeah. that barbarian dinosaur garbage to this yeah. garbage, so I, I, I guess I went from F plus to D minus, so I, it's... <laughs> <sighs> at least you're getting a new movie that has a budget behind it. And at least it will be there. I can hit play and it will exist. And I can change yes, it the will language exist. and have subtitles and all kinds of magical things. Perfect. Okay, so next episode it will be Abattoir up against the Windmill. And what are we doing next? Can we do theater ticket lottery? Let's yeah, let's do some lottery again. Okay. It's time. I gotta go get my box. Cause I forgot it. Do you have your list up so that we're not dumb? Yes, up? I am looking at my list as we speak, so you might want to start pulling them, dude, because eventually that's going to bite you in the butt, because you're going to be I know. digging and digging and digging, and then you're going to have to look over five pages of list to find, make sure it's not on there. Oh, this chair. <laughs> I can't believe this WD-40 does not work. I've got a can, it's half full, right beside me. And nothing. No. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um... How does this go? You're up first, so I guess first. Okay. I ain't screwing around tonight. It's a comedy. That's, that's oh, oh, so that's, you're starting out strong. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Okay. Um, no, 
the complete polar opposite, but one that I believe you watched with me in the theater. I, be- I think so. Limited, very limited run. And I'm so glad to say that I watched this movie. Uh, David Toys Below. Oh, yes. Nice. Wait, is this not, did we not talk about this already? Oh, please say I didn't. Uh, I'm looking through my list and nope, not on my list. All right. Below. Yep. That's a great movie. And it oh, still I holds up today. Movie. It does. Uh, and I like the fact that I'm sure that we, wa- we watched that in the theater. Yeah. I'm very impressed that, that we were able to because that got a very limited run and it's a gem, total gem. Yeah, my favorite scene in that movie, and it, I didn't even notice it until probably like the third or fourth time I watched it, because it's only a five seconds, not even, it's a two second scene. I've probably mentioned this before on the show, but they're submerged and they're cruising along and one of, one of those barrel bombs, whatever, depth charges, is bouncing along their hull and then it goes off finally uh-huh. right right above them and there's yeah. this split second shot inside where everybody's just standing and then they're instantly slammed against the ceiling because the submarine was yes forced down. And I just thought that was a brilliant and terrifying shot. Yeah. Uh, everything about that movie worked. Like, I like the acting, the story, the Twilight Zone ending. I, that was a great movie. I'm not sure where I would put that with the rest of his movies because there's only one movie that he's done that I, that was meh. The island one, or the um, yeah, I didn't like that one. The perfect yeah. getaway, or perfect vacation, yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't perfect know. getaway. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. So, all right. Anyway, yeah, good movie. Zero for me. What do you want? Okay, so for you, um, let's go. Um, eh, let's start off with a with an action movie. I'm feeling action movie from you. Okay, here we go. Oh boy. Well, yeah, I'd say I'd say you're you're there. Oh, nice. I'd say it's worth a point. And this goes back to last episode. Well, wait, now wait a minute. Uh, okay, we're gonna have to do some research. We got Indiana Jones and T. Ooh, that could be the last Crusader or the Kingdom, Crystal Skull. Yeah, but it was, uh, 08. That's probably Crystal Skull? I don't think that was 08, I, because I went with my wife down to... Boy, that probably is Crystal Skull, because we went and saw Raiders of the Lost Ark mm. down at Columbus one time. Let me check here. When did Crystal Skull come out? That was after 08, though. We was weren't, it? I don't, we weren't even dating at that time. Now, would that have been uh, one of your... You watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark late night that one time up at Tinseltown. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been 08. That would have been like 02 or something like that. Okay. Let's see. When did this come out? May t- Yep, I saw it opening day. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Yay! Oh, damn it. And what would you like from me? Okay, from you, I'm going to go the same route. Give me an action movie. And the winner is... Let me just make sure that I didn't pick it out. Nope. A one that I did watch with you. It's not an action. Uh, but uh, that would be Jeepers Creepers. Now the question is, is it part one or two? Because uh, What's the date on it? I got IMDb up. I'll look. Um, 2005. That might be part two. Or part 
I don't know. 2005? Or 905. It just says Jeepers. Cinemark movies... That 05 uh, might not be the year. 0905 might be... You know what? I remember that the first uh, Jeepers Creepers came out first late. One, first one is August of 31st, 2001. I bet this is it. Don't you think? Because we would have maybe seen it like maybe a couple days later. Which would have been in... Then we would have been into September. And the second one was August 29, 2003. Wow. That literally... It could be either one. I'm trying to remember if I saw the second one in the theater. I definitely remember seeing the first one in the theater with you. Yeah. I'm going to say it's the first one. Yeah. I don't think I saw the second one in the theater. Now, uh, it would say Tinseltown on the... uh, You know what? I I think this is part two because this has Cinemark Movies... uh, It looks like Cinemark Movies 10, which would have been in Worcester, I'm guessing. Um, Well, that that other one in Canton is the Cinemark Movies 10. Yeah. Wow, well, there you go. There's a mystery. Yeah, can't figure them all out. Yep. Okay. And for you. And I'm going to go horror now. I'm not looking. Well, you're half right, I guess. (laughs) Entrapment. Oh, uh, that's something. Was that good? No. Catherine Zeta-Jones, wasn't it? Yeah. Ugh. And Sean Connery, and that weird old man, younger man. That was was weird. (laughs) Yep. On a Saturday at 10.10. Was that a.m. or p.m.? Probably p.m. Ugh. Wow. boy. I remember, I, re- I, I saw it, I just remember her kind of being all sexy trying to get underneath the laser beams or something, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Ugh, yuck, no. It was okay. awful. Yeah. A throwaway thief movie. Yes. And uh, Sean Connery cashing, you know, one more retirement check. Boy, that was probably getting close to his last, one of his last movies before... Uh, the underrated, in my opinion, a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say Avengers. The no. <laughs> Uma Thurman movie? No. Yeah, the Uma Thurman. So that was that was bad. It was bad, yeah, yep. bad. Okay, you already... Comedy. I'm sticking to my guns. Come on, give me a comedy. Give me a comedy. And the winner is... Oh, wow. Maybe... Star Wars <laughs> Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so, you're kind of right. No. <laughs> I refuse to give myself a point for that. It's just, that's a comedy of errors, but not a true yeah. comedy. Oh, but uh, you're... Well, we got a good story about watching that together in the theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, You're talking about the, the when we drove up to the uh, mm-hmm. Valley View and we saw yeah. the digital... We drove all the way up there to see it in digital because this is awesome in digital. Well, it was the first one that was yeah. digitally, well, that was being projected digitally and the sound was digital. Yeah, and it was very impressive. That that was impressive. 
chow down on some uh, wings at at uh, Quaker, Quaker Steak. Steak before. Yep. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, it was. Uh, we both but really dug the movie, and then you know, years later, we rewatch it. And we're like, well, that is easily the worst Star Wars movie ever. Yes, made. that is the worst movie from the Star Wars franchise thus far. <laughs> and that that seriously, the attack or the uh, Phantom Menace is better than that. I agree. <laughs> Okay. So there you go. Last one. What do you want? Okay. Okay. Um, huh, science fiction? I'm not looking. Man, you you kicked my ass this round. Two points to zero for Eugene. Ooh, nice. What What's the verdict here? Wow, 375 for a ticket. That's sweet. Uh, the one... Oh, Jet Lee. Yes, Jet Lee. Jason Statham, yeah, there we go. Which is still a good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. And that was like lean, mean, like, wasn't that like a just completely action packed, nonstop, time travel y stuff? Yeah. Well, it's not time travel y, traveling between dimensions to, he was traveling between dimensions to kill his other dimension self because yes. that would spread the, his power to his other self until he could yep. be the one. That was a good movie. Yep. Uh, every one that I picked, I watched with you in the theaters. Other than if Jeepers Creepers 2, I did not. Yeah, um, and I have no idea. Yeah. Crystal Skull, I don't know. Entrapment, Lord knows. No. That could have been with my first room. I mean, that was a long time ago. And yeah. The one, that was a, looked like to be a Cinemark, the Cinemark movies 10 in Canton, I would have guessed. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so. that was fun, even though I lost horribly. Jeez. <laughs> Every time I go horror, you give me comedy. Every time I say comedy, you give me this. Yep. <laughs> you know, I really should. Uh, at this point, it's too late for me to pull the tickets out that we've already that we've already done. Because... It's too late now, but you can at least start now. Yeah. I just have, I just have a little uh, envelope that I put them in. Yeah. And let me see. So far, how many? How many we've done? Oh, nice! All right, it's not much, but you yeah. know, at least I'm not tripping over them again. I, I've got—I'm going to probably run into duplicates, and I haven't been. I need to make yeah. a master file of all the things we've talked about already, so that we can pull yeah. it up handily. But I was hoping for like a really good story on one of them. I mean, below there's not a there. All of those there's not a really good story behind it. Attack of the Clones was unique, but I like the ones that where you're like. Like, oh, I watched it with this group of people I don't like anymore, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, a girl that I was dating that I'm like, oh, that was awful, and yeah. whatever, so. Uh, yeah, Entrapment, Entrapment's possible, that was so long ago, I have no idea. Yeah. No, none whatsoever, but the episode to Attack of the Clones, that was one of the most uh, memorable theater-going experiences I have with you, because that was, yeah. that was really, just on a technical level of being eye-popping and amazing. Yeah, and how how we have gone so back now to where it's like we drove to that same theater to watch the Hateful Eight projected <laughs> on seventy on, Miller <laughs> on film. It's like we have to go there because they're actually showing something on film. And way back when, it's like we have to go up there. They're showing it digitally. Can you believe that? Yep. It's so bizarro. That's so funny. Now, what, uh, what will it be next time we go there? It's a hologram. Or no, you just put on yeah. VR helmets and it looks like yeah. you're a big screen. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been to that theater that many times, I believe. Yeah, me too. I'd go to yeah. it more often, but the, the drive. 
Yeah, it's that's a long drive. I mean, that's pretty much right outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. So, cool. Anyway, well, we still have time. Do you want to do uh, spin the wheel on the the game we played last time that still doesn't have a good title? No, let's do that. Yeah, that Go, was fun. Call it Wheel of Cinema or something. I don't know. Hey, everybody listening at home, we need. I need two things from you. One, play along with us and tell us what movie pops up first when you think of these people's names. And two, what should we call this segment? It seems like we are obsessed with gambling the way that we title everything. It's the roulette. It's the theater ticket lottery. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's the black jam. Whatever. Blackjack. I mean. It's the wheel of cinema. Ticket, 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 ticket. Wheel of... Okay. See, yeah. now, now I'm there. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, you get to start first. So you pick somebody, and then, I don't know, again, we're still developing this game. So you pick somebody. Okay. I'll tell you what name pops up, or what I think of first. And then, I don't know, one of his movies, I'll find somebody else, and we'll just rabbit trail until we come back around. Okay. So, and this is without looking, correct? Yeah, Google Image Search. Google Image Search is officially our friend. Okay, um... Let's start uh, with um, Michael Perry, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I just watched a movie with him in it today. Oh, are you serious? I did. Because I I, I was like, (laughs) who is that guy? He looks so familiar. And I went and looked at him and, oh, it's it's Michael Perry. I say Perry. I Perry. I don't know. It's P-A-R-E is who you're talking about? Yes, that's him. Oh, I know. uh, We're going to have the same thing. I know him from uh, the werewolf movie. The werewolf movie. That's him, right? He's it's, it's it's the Bad Moon. Bad Moon. Um, isn't that Michael? Isn't that him? It might be. Uh, let's take a look. Um, let's see here. See. Oh, he was in Blood Rain. Good. That's great. Um, when did that come out? Do you remember when that came out? That was a '90s movie. Um, it star Bad Moon is a 1996 American horror film written and directed by Eric Red, and it stars Michael Perry. And there it is. Yep. Uncle Ted. Oh, yeah. He was Uncle Ted. He's the main yep. guy. He's the worst. Yep. Wow. He was so much younger then, because I have that on Blu-ray, and it's like, he's in that? But yeah, you're right. He is in that. Oh, that's the first thing that I snapped to with him. Easily. What about you? Um, well, here's... I'm not going to lie here. The reason I brought him up is because on my IMDb right now, I have that Avatar movie that uh, you're going to watch. He's in that. And Avatar I, movie that I'm going to watch. The one that you picked for roulette. Abattoir. Oh, abat- I thought you said yeah, Avatar. Ava- I was like, no, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Abat- Avatar. It was just, and I just, I saw his name and immediately I'm like, oh, he's a name. He's a, someone I, I know him. Mm-hmm. So there, that's so. That's hilarious. Cause I went and looked up this guy. Well, on this movie I watched, I'll talk about later. I was like, who is it? Oh, because I, oh, I recognized the voice more than I did the face or anything. And then I was, oh, it's him. That's sweet. And right as I did that, he died in the movie. He was in that movie for <laughs> about two minutes. That was it. <laughs> wow. Well, and yeah, Bad Moon is, that's, that's. Well, yeah. you didn't have something else that, or, that you associated him with first? Um. I uh, not really, honestly. I, I mean, I kind of cheated because literally that was that movie was up, and I just I happened to look down and I saw his name. I'm like, that's a name actor right there. Boom, there you go. So, um, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, now I'm looking through his IMDb list, and there's so many movies that I that I see now looking at this, and I'm like, oh, I remember him in this. I remember him in this. Blah 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 blah. But yeah, he's had a lot of smaller parts, but they were still very good. Yeah. Well, uh, very good. Very good. I think at least he doesn't deserve to be in movie jail. I'd like to see more of him. Yeah, I agree. I, he was in. Oh wow, he was in several of uh, Uwe Boll movies: Blood Rain, Seed, Postal. Come on, dude, you're better than that. I think uh, uh, his big claim to fame with us is Bad Moon, so probably not. Yeah. Oh, he was in Alone in the Dark Part Two. Well, that's good. <laughs> and Far Cry. Oh wow. I mean, this guy and Rampage. Uh, that's ridiculous. And Blood Rain, Third Reich. He's oh, been in a ton. Oh. Dude, oh, I feel bad now. Okay, let's okay, move on. To, yeah, I, let's I move feel on. bad let's for him. I'm going to stick with Bad Moon, and I'm going to say Mariel Hemingway. Damn, the only thing I can think of with her is Bad Moon, but I know that she's been in some other stuff. Um, what's the first thing that popped And I know exactly who she is. Um... Oh, what else has she been in? Um, she was so good in Bad Moon, and Bad Moon is such a great movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Oh, well, I will say, um, I know that she was in a movie that we had at the theater here in Akron. Uh, I have not seen it, though. First so, one that but, pops to your mind. Well, that was the, okay, that's the first one that, because she was in it, and that is, uh, Papa Hemingway in Cuba. Oh, I started that movie. I haven't finished it, though. Okay, well, so, um, I know that she was in that, so that's the first thing that popped into my head. And I know that there's other movies that are way more well-known from her, but that's what popped into my head. All right, well, for me, it is, and I might be wrong here, but I want to say Superman 3. But I have to check to make sure, because she has a twin sister who committed suicide, I believe. Oh, yes. But I'm now looking at her IMDb so I can tell... Now I do see that she was in uh, Superman four. Okay, Superman four. Then it was one, okay. it was one of the last two. Yeah, the canon one. Ugh, awful yeah. movie, but that's what I remember her from. <laughs> that's the first thing I snapped to. Okay, now that that's over, I should go and, and look through her. I, yeah, Superman four. Lacey Warfield. Yep. Her. <laughs> wow, she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, you're next up, so start thinking about that. Oh, Delirious. That's an underrated movie. With John Please. Candy. John Candy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naked Gun, 33 and a third. Pet Moon. So great. Yeah. Okay, so so I'm going to... I'm looking off of Papa Hemingway, or Papa Hemingway in Cuba. Any movie that we just talked about. Okay. And I'm actually going to stick with uh, Papa Hemingway, and that is Giovanni Ribisi. Go. First movie. Oh boy, I'm trying to think. Um, you do know who he is. Oh, I'm absolutely. Sure. I'm, I'm okay. just trying to think of what there. It's an earlier one. I'm not even sure because he had several roles right in this time. I'm gonna have to go to IMDb. There is one. There, there is one that I associate him with, though. Okay. I have like a scene in mind, but I, I, I don't want to. I really like him too. He's on my list of yep. character actors that I wanted to. When we were doing that character actor thing, I wanted to mention him. He is one where even if he's in a movie that's not as good, I always like him. I always like him. Me too. Ooh, Lost Highway. But that's not it. Saving Private Ryan. That's mine. That's the, that's the immediate first thing I think of uh, when I think of him is 
Private Ryan. It bang, gone in 60 seconds. Boy, we're already up to 2,000. I didn't think it... I thought it was earlier than that. Let me go look again. Let me just double check. He was, an, he was an avatar. Yeah. Contraband. Gangster Squad. Did you like... You liked Gangster, Gangster Squad, correct? Gangster Squad. What was that? Uh, I liked that movie. That was uh, with Sean Penn, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. I thought it was a good movie. Man, I'm not remembering what that is. Josh Brolin. Um, oh, oh, that was just like a year, a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yep, I liked that thing. The Postman. I like that movie too, even though it's got a bad rap. I, it's probably going to be Saving Private Ryan. I, I don't know, man. I feel like there's something earlier on that I... Maybe it was just set earlier. You know what I mean? Like a Yeah. Movie there's The set. Mod Squad. Was that it? No. I watched that movie, but it was utterly forgettable. Boiler Room was another one that he was good in. That's an underrated film. Sky Captain. I don't even remember him in that movie. Man, I don't know, man. I'm not seeing whatever it was that pops to mind, so I guess I'll just have to go with... Oh, The Gift? Wow. Postman. I want to watch that movie again. Never seen it. Oh, it's a good movie. You should give it a chance. Yeah, I... That's Kevin Reynolds, right? Was that the Kevin Reynolds and, uh, and, uh... Look here. I'm looking. Hang on while we use the internet. Why is it so much harder on mobile to navigate IMDb? It is. No, that was Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner. I, I, okay, I'm thinking of Waterworld. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Postman bombed pretty bad, didn't it? Yeah, I, I recall that being a bomb. Okay, and going off of Postman, Will Patton. Will Patton. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I know who he is. First, thing that I have to get a visual image of him. You do? You know that? You know him? I Tell yeah. Me. Oh yes. Um, he reminds me of a mob type guy. I think. Why am I thinking he was in? He was a mob guy. Does that sound right to you? Or I, not? I think he's played some mob people. Shit! What was the first thing that? Uh, um, hey, he was in Entrapment. wow (laughs) coming around full circle now that that came so full circle as before we began yes it did (laughs) it did well now I have to just yeah now I'm looking on IMDB and uh, looking through here uh, because I know who he is and I've seen him in so much stuff that's alright go ahead I guess his most memorable to me that sticks out uh, would be. Um, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm just going to go with, with with what I go for it. Let's see. Okay, it. Uh, the fourth kind, uh, which I really liked that movie. But he was the sheriff in the fourth kind. Uh, that's the yeah, Ari I Tunday, Yeah, Mila Jovovich. I like that movie. For me, it's the Punisher, the good one. The well. The better one, let's put it that yeah. way. Warzone is still with... a blast on an AVP Requiem kind of level, but... Yes. He played the gay bodyguard. I, I don't even remember him in that. Yeah, he was the gay bodyguard that the Punisher Man. tricked his friend, tricked the bad guy into killing him. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. Wow. I... Well, you need to watch The Punisher again. Okay, yeah. your turn. Okay, well, The Punisher then. Let's do The Punisher. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to look at it. We're John Travolta is, that's the guy, John Travolta folks. Okay. 
Oh, okay. Well, I got mine. <laughs> it only took two seconds, and I was thinking about this movie just the other day, even though I okay. haven't watched it in forever. Please say Grease. Please say oh, Grease. No, no, God, no. <laughs> I mean, I thought of Grease, but then I thought, yeah. fuck that movie, and I moved right on. Yeah. Please say Saturday Night Fever. Please say No, no. <laughs> it's a 90s action movie. Okay. Because, you know, that's how I roll. Oh, I should have thought of that one, but that wasn't the first one to pop in my head. Dang it! I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the title right now. Okay, mine's too easy. It, it's the kind of the standard issue one. Having said that, this guy has been in so much stuff. Broken Arrow. Broken. Oh, nice. That was that was the first one to pop to mind, and I, I always I don't know that movie has a is a piece of crap, but it also has its charms. It has a good cast, and mm-hmm. I. One of the scenes I always remember, one of my favorite bits of writing, was this analyst nerd guy is on an airplane, and he goes, uh, he's on the phone, and he's like, a broken arrow? What's that? And the guy's uh, on the other end's like, well, it's when we lose a nuclear weapon. He goes, I don't know what's more disturbing, the fact that we lost a nuclear weapon, or that it happens so often there's a term for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I I thought that movie was pretty good. I haven't seen it in many, many years, but I recall liking it. I still remember, the, I can still hear bits of the score of the doon, 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 doon. Just this weird western-y, John Carpenter-y type thing. That was directed <sighs> by John Woo? I want to say yes. Let me see here. John Woo. Hmm. Man, did okay. he make some crappy American 90s movies. Yes, he did. Sudden Impact. Or wait, was it Sudden Impact or Sudden yeah. Death or Sudden Something? Meh. <laughs> something yeah. sudden that probably yeah, involved a split. Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, first one for me was it's Pulp Fiction. However, after Pulp Fiction, I think of Battlefield Earth. Oh, Face Off. For me, it's Face Off. Face Off? Oh, nice. That was a good movie. That is still a good movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but it's still fun. Yep, agreed. That was Battle good. That, Earth. Holy shit, that's funny. Uh, yeah. That we watched, I think? That's not impossible. Yeah. Okay, you're up. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking here. Uh, okay, I guess I have to go with this guy. From Broken Arrow, Delroy Lindo. Okay, um... Oh, first movie I think of him would be, uh, man, I, I, of course I think Shawshank Redemption. I'm like, no, that's Morgan Freeman, you dumbass. <laughs> um, was he in the island by any chance? Was he? I'm looking. Man, most of the actors that we've talked about tonight were in Gone in 60 Seconds, just FYI. Okay. <laughs> it keeps popping up. I'm like, it's sad. I don't think so. Damn. No, wait, wasn't he the cop in that movie? I thought he was the cop. Hold on, I'm double-checking here. What year did that come out? I I don't know, I'm not sure. Yeah, damn, I'm not seeing him, dude. I'm okay. back to 96, um, and I don't see the island listed here. That was after, I mean, that was like 02 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that, yeah, boy, I maybe. Um, okay, I'll just go look up the island. What's the first for you? Okay, um, other than that, um, with him, well, he is a big time character actor. I've seen him in so many movies. Um, oh, it was, it was Jamon Husson. Oh, okay, that's who I was thinking of. Yep, okay. Um, I guess other than that, um, damn, he's, um, 
No, I mean, I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking at his IMDb and there's like, there's so much. I, I, there's only 65 things. He's a character actor, but that's, yeah. you know, that's what you're going to run into. I mean, looking through the list, I guess, wow. The one, I very much remember him in that. Well, that was my pick and that will complete the circle for this evening, in my opinion. Yep. That has brought us all the way around. Because we're never going to get somebody back to Bad Moon. We just, yeah. No. <laughs> wow. That was fun. Well, there that. you have it. Okay. Michael Pear, Mariel Hemingway, Giovanni Urbisi, Will Patton, John Travolta, and Delroy Lindo bring us back to the one. Got to figure out a name for that damn game. I know. Yeah, that's... That, and that could go on and on and on and on. It's never-ending, but we got to get to recently watched because yes, uh, it, it is true. time. And you get to go first, sir. And I would say, uh, looking at the clock, let's do at least double headers. Okay, great. Um, okay, so I want to quick talk about uh, the original Alien. I I know we've talked about Alien before, but I'm getting all pumped up for the new one coming out that is directed by Ridley Scott. And I was just, I was feeling it. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's time to revisit Alien again. And what's interesting is I actually go back and forth uh, with the Blu-ray set that I have has the director's cut, which is kind of sort of a director's cut. I know that he kind of, he didn't really, really want to do it. It was kind of a, yeah, I'll tinker with it and see what happens. It wasn't like his the original theatrical version was a botch job, whatever. Um, no, he just said that there's certain filmmaking aspects from, you know, at the time that seem right. And then looking back on it in retrospect, you wish you had cut a little bit of this or maybe a smidge of that. And just because editing never ends, it just, you just run into a a deadline. You have to stop. Yeah. So I, I think the, the previous time I did watch the director's cut, because I I watched these back, like the next time I will watch the director's cut again, because I don't hate it. I actually, I love it. Um, but I watched the theatrical version this time, and I've seen this movie now so many times that I am now starting to be very able to pick out the differences. And, um, and I, I, there are certain areas about the director's cut that I quite like. I do think at this point I do prefer the theatrical version because it is a little bit more leisurely paced, and by that I mean there are more longer shots of the ship, and it's just, it has a little bit more breathing room. Uh, whereas the director's cut, it speeds things up a bit and then it adds a couple scenes that were deleted from the original version. One of which was, uh, Dallas being in the cocoon, whatever deal, which uh, after James Cameron took the reins on the second one, uh, makes no sense because it, that doesn't, that doesn't work with the impregnation. When he, well, he, he was impregnated, correct? Or he was like cocooned or whatever. He was cocooned and... in preparation because when, as the species, as oh. I understand it, when there's no one else around, one just turns into the, the queen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You, have you never heard that from these kinds of no, like, I didn't. like, well, oh, maybe man. it's because I watch too much Animal Planet or something, but <laughs> as I understand it, when there's not a queen around in a hive mind uh, type community, then one of them just kind of yeah, I'm the queen now, and turns into the queen. Oh, so that's, that's the way interesting. That it, yeah, that's the way okay. I took that. I mean, okay. I, how else is a queen born? Because it's not like they have yeah. males and females. They're all, like, anomalous. Yeah. Okay. 
Ah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I'm writing fan fiction over here. I don't know. I just <laughs> I tend to prefer the director's cut just because it's a smidge more speedy. I guess I don't mind. The, I don't mind the '70s slower paced, but I really like that scene with Dallas, and it just makes it so much more scary because you know what it's planning for you or something. I don't yes, know. that is true. Um, one scene that they do cut out of the, or that's not in the theatrical version that is so good in the director's cut is where, uh, Ripley gets sm- slapped right, right across the face, uh, by, um, I forget her name, the other lady they cut on the that ship. Out of the director's cut? No, they cut that out of the theatrical version. It's in the director's oh, cut. Okay. Okay. Um, I, haven't, my- I haven't seen both versions enough of the original of the first film to know where the differences are. Now, aliens, Oh, yeah. I know every single frame. Yeah. And you know what? Watching this again, I'm like, ooh, you know what? This might be the best of the Alien movies. And then I'm going to watch Aliens again, and I'm like, no, no, it's Aliens. And it's it's back and forth. They're so good. They're both great, but it's gun to your head. Which one would you want to watch twice in a row, two days in a row? It's like, oh, Aliens come out at night mostly, mostly. Oh yes, it's oh. it's it's Hudson that sells yeah. that one. That's that's yeah. where I'm all the chips. I just push them right. Let's just put her in charge. Yeah, like, listen to that on a loop. I love <laughs> yep. it. Yep. Oh, I know. It's everything about Aliens is perfect. And then I watched Alien, and it's made in 1979. And I'm like, this is. It feels like it could be released now. Like the special effects. Uh, again, there's I guess some guy in suit shots, but it's so little and it's so well, the movie itself is so well made, well paced. The story, everything about the movie is so good that it still feels relevant and not like, Oh, that's a seventies movie, but it's still cool. No, it's, it's a kick ass, timeless movie. Yeah. I loved it. I agree. Uh, so anyway, uh, good to rewatch that one. Okay. Next up for me. And then right after that, I'm like, okay, well I'm on an alien kick. So let's watch. The thing remake reboot re whatever whatever you want to call it prequel um, the thing prequel thing yes the prequel the thing uh, prequel thing yes I've watched it um probably four times now since it came out and every time I watch it I'm like that's a good movie I thoroughly enjoy that movie uh, I almost wish that it wouldn't be at all related to John Carpenter's the thing. Because it's a good movie, but it's so pair, pales in comparison to his movie that it just brings it down a notch. And knowing what went on behind the scenes in post-production with all of the, most of the practical effects jettisoned for CGI, that, that for what it's worth, I don't think is awful. It, it's good, but it's, <sighs> oh, is it dodgy? <laughs> it is, it is shiny and, Glimmery. It is shiny. And what, yep. what pisses me off is I know that under that one micron deep layer of CGI is a practical effect that they decided to cover up. Yeah, they that, did. Ugh, no. Yeah. Uh, and you know, one thing that bothered me about the movie is there's so many characters in this movie on, you know, in the Antarctic base that you know, you don't really get to know any of them that well because there's so many of them. But I will say this for the movie. In the original, uh, not original, but in John Carpenter's version, they do refer to the number of people at the other base. I remember that they, they make mention of that. And so I'm like, well, 
that's why there's so many because it was made mention of in John Carpenter's version. But yeah. we've talked um, about that before. Every time we bring this yeah. up, that there's so many, and it, because they're in Antarctica, everybody's got a beard. And yeah, everybody's got big coats, so it's like, how did you even cast this thing? Like, I know went to a yeah. beard competition, and you're like, yay, yeah. one through fifteen, you're all in. Yep, you're not going to last long. And, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I like her. I think that she, you're not Lieutenant Eleanor Ripley, and you feel like you're trying to be in you now. And you're like a uh, scientist, but you're you know seventeen. All yeah, right. <laughs> it, it, no, it just doesn't work. But it, having said that, I every time I watch the movie, I enjoy it. Uh, I just do. I, and it's, I like that. I like the subject matter, the fact of this, they're in an enclosed area and there's this creature that can assimilate anybody and they tried to do something unique. It didn't quite work, but it's, it's a valiant effort, but it, it, it could have been so great. Yeah. So. I'm there with you. I didn't, I mean, the first time I watched it, I was very disappointed in the theater, I believe with you. Yeah. No, you watched it by yourself. I, oh. I didn't see that until it came out. On Blu-ray. That's surprising, considering how uh, much that you was be- That was because of your review. I was like, I'll wait. Yeah. Eh, so. I stand by it, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I picked up the Blu-ray for like two bucks, and I rewatched it, and I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna be more accepting, and I'm going to like this. And as it went on, I was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I really want to, but then I got this glossy, shimmery, garbage CGI that just, ah. Yeah. All other faults in that movie would have been forgiven, for the most part, had they been ooey-gooey, uh, Rob Bottin, awesome special effects like the 1982 original. Well, and that even the, the been... crappy movie that they went off and made with those... Uh, yes, I know! Those special effects, I appreciated more than this one, because yeah. it wasn't just drawn in a computer. Harbing, Harbinger Down, that yeah. was the movie. So. Not a good movie, but I did recognize some of the uh, uh, effects were like, oh, that looks exactly like the thing prequel. Or maybe yeah. Covered it up. The, the technically things floating. Yeah, I know. Okay. okay. Over to you. Uh, the Discovery. I wrote a review of uh, for our Facebook page today. It was a Netflix original film with Robert Redford, uh, Jason Segel, Runa Mary, Mara, and uh, yeah. You can read the full review over there, but I did want to touch on it a little bit tonight. Just as far as, because I feel like I was laying too heavily into the negatives of it, but I want I didn't want you to run off and watch it like, oh, great, amazing sci-fi, it's like Primer, it's, eh, no, it's not, but I had that similar feeling where it's like, this is so, like, they did, they did so much so right to make me feel like, do I get it? I think I got it, but it's also mind-blowing, and even they don't seem to understand it. And I really like having mm-hmm. that feeling after I watch a science fiction type movie. And it accomplished that. I really appreciate the third act that the, the color palette kicked up as the emotion did. It was all of a sudden like they just turned the color knob on. Uh-huh. Uh, that was good. The third act of this movie saved it from being a thumbs down for me. But for the bulk of it, I was still going, I don't know, man. Like, I'm in, I'm in. And Robert yeah. Redford's always great. But what? Um, anyway, I think... I don't think you would like it, but we'll wait on Steven's review. He's going to watch it this yes. weekend. Let's see what he has to say about it, and then we can. Uh, I can maybe judge whether or not, excuse me, you should push forward. Okay. I do want to watch that. It's a Netflix original, and I, I would like to watch it, but yeah, your review, that uh, just sounds like something I would be frustrated with. It, it wasn't hipstery. I'll say that. That's good. It, That's read, a- that, it read that way, but it wasn't. 
as far as what you and I call that. Cult yeah. farm, though. There is a cult farm. So I like cult farms. Uh, might a lot. Have you in. Yep. <laughs> okay, next up, The Infiltrator. This is one that uh, we've, I think we've mentioned a few times, or at least it's been on my list to watch. This is with uh, Breaking Bad Guy. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And it's yeah. set in the 80s during the cocaine times. He's a, uh, he's not a Fed. It's not a DEA. Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston. It's not CIA. He's, um... NSA? No, damn it. No. <laughs> FBI? No, I already said that. It's the one where, oh. when you travel to another country, you have to... James Bond? No. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. It starts with a C. I've got to look it up, because it, it, it has an impact on the... Oh, it does. Like, story. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. Which department he works for. When you're shipping something to another country at customs, he's a customs agent. Oh, Sorry. okay. Works, works, so he works in the customs uh, arena, but he's also, he, he is the infiltrator. He goes undercover and it's based on a true story and gets in bed with these people during Reagan's big war on drugs, during the big cocaine days of the eighties and yada, yada, yada. You've yeah. seen and heard these kinds of movies before. This is nothing grand and new except for the fact that it's based on a true story supposedly or you know who knows how much hollywood embellishes so he uh you know wraps up one mission and well you got a little wounded on that one so you can retire if you want with full benefits but we got this new idea do you want to go on one last mission and you know that that always ends well yep but their their idea is that instead of chasing down the drugs and trying to stop the drugs how about we try going after the money and see where that goes. So he sets himself up as a banker-type personality to filter their money and gets really in bed with everybody, and you can just imagine how it goes from there. It doesn't end on a bad note. It ends good. It's, it's a, you know, a true story. If it all went south and everybody got killed, and you know, they wouldn't. why would we make a movie out of that? It's depressing as yeah. hell. Nor would the American government ever release that kind of information for it to be made into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. anyway, it's got a lot of good performances. John Leguizamo is in this as well. He, once again... One of my favorite character actors does a great job. I loved his character; it's hilarious. He does. A he great would have been job a good it. one, by the way, to have in our game. Yep. That would. He's a good one. I Let's agree. Remember that. You need yeah. to watch that Hollow Point movie. It's on Netflix. It's a good movie. Yes, I do. But anyway, The Infiltrator. I give it a thumbs up, but it's probably a one and done for me. It's worth a watch, mm. but I'm good. I mean, any more with these. Movies about '80s cocaine and and undercover. You, you know, it's. A, B, C, D. There's there's nothing much new that they're doing here. I hope that they eventually do something new with it, but at the, as it stands right now, it was worth a watch, but that's it. Okay. It didn't do so hot at the box office, I recall. It, it kind of... Did it even get fun. a wide release? I thought it did. Um, it played around here, up here in yeah. Canton, but um, yeah, well, I didn't see it. Okay. Go ahead. Over to you. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to do a double header of uh, uh, two movies from director Brian Trenchard Smith, who is an Aussie making Ausploitation movies. All right. Uh, <laughs> now we're at 11.07. Are we going to do a, a spoiler talk about a movie you watched this week that we were teasing? We should, about? yes, oh. definitely. Yes. Uh, very much so. Let's let's get these off the list here. Go ahead. These are, My next two won't take long. These are great. Um, so starting off with uh, the lesser of the two that I'm going to talk about is a movie called Dead End Drive-In from 1986. 
And uh, ozploitation, do I even need to explain what ozploitation is? Or Well, we at least good? give me what uh, kind of genre. Is it because is it the Aussies do driving movies, car movies better than anyone in the world? That's, so, that's this. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So Dead End Drive-In, the premise is so bizarro. And I remember seeing this one. This was back in the days when I was a kid. And I, like, I would go to the mall with my mom and dad, and we'd go to the, I'd walk around the video store in the mall, and this movie, the, the VA, the VHS box was there, I'm like, there's no way that this is as awesome as the cover looks, like, it's this, this dude painted up in the dead end drive in, and there's like, it looks, it looks so cool, and that title is so great. And I finally got to watch the movie. Arrow, Arrow released it on Blu-ray, and the storyline is as follows in the near future, um, I think that cars are a commodity and so is gasoline, maybe. And, uh, this guy steals his older brother's car, this 50s Christine looking car, and takes it to a drive in with his girlfriend or with a date. And the drive in actually is a concentration camp. Uh, and I mean a random concentration camp. Like, once you're in and you start watching the drive-in movie, the gates close and now you live there. Now you're you're in there. <laughs> That's how they're going to trap us in the future, dude. They're like, free movie, and we just run right into the rat trap. Yes. And now you have guards with machine guns and they, the doors close and now you have to pedal your wares and you have to make a living in this drive-in. What and year did you say? 1986? 86, yes. And so square it's in between Mad Max 2 and Thunderdome. And it feels like that. Like, the... The styles are very much of that era, that, that later 80s. Um, most of the runtime of the storyline's cool and weird. Um, but all, there's a lot of chattiness going on interspersed with some coolness. And then I'm like, wh- where's the Ozploitation? I want to see car stunts where people probably got murdered on doing that. Um, and then the last 15 minutes happens and I'm like, here we go. I, I don't know how people don't die doing this stuff. I mean, it's just, just ram this car into the wall, please. Okay. And boom, there we go. Next scene. It's great. It's great. Uh, but you have to get through a lot of, a lot of talking about how are we going to get out of here? Now, here's what's interesting though is there's like some, the subtext of going all like of not being accepting of other cultures or whatever. And, uh, it's very timely. Uh, it, it, I'm like watching it. I'm like, wow, there's some stuff that's actually very timely in this movie, which is, which was very weird. Anyway. Okay. All right. Dead end driving. It was, it was the, for the last 15 minutes alone, totally worth the watch. Um, and then the other movie and this one here is, is so good. Uh, the movie is called Turkey Shoot from 1982. <laughs> this movie is an hour and a half of awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Steve Railsback is in this. And I have you ever heard of Steve Railsback? No, it does ring a bell, but no. Okay, he was in Life Force. Uh, it's probably the movie that I remember him best in. Uh, but anyway, so turkey shoot in the near future. I've got a lot uh, of that this evening. Yeah, people are uh, just corralled into these vehicles and taken to a concentration camp. <laughs> just like dead and driving. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, and there they are auctioned off, I think, maybe to, uh, to these very, very, very rich people. And then they are, there is a turkey shoot. Basically, they're the turkeys and they have to go into the jungle and they're being hunted down. This is as exploitation as you can possibly get. Uh, there's almost no rhyme or reason as to what exactly is going on in the future. And then I watched the special features, and at the last minute before shooting began on this movie, uh, I guess one of the uh, the uh, funders of the movie pulled out, and a whole bunch of the budget went away. <laughs> they lost and hundreds so, of dollars in an instant. Yes, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. <laughs> but the the first, like, so many pages of the script had to be jettisoned, and so it's like... Okay, so there's no setup. It's basically just and go. We're in the middle of something, but it it totally works. Like watching it, I'm like, no, I'm I'm on board. I, this is great. This is this is so. Uh, like, well, Mad Max Two starts off with random flashes of oil pump jacks and and a nuclear yeah. bomb and just food is gone and gasoline yeah. is the new money and go. Yeah, and that's what this is pretty much is is okay. It's the future and. Here's bad guys and here's everybody else that's getting corralled into prisons. Go. Uh, but it's so incredibly gory. Uh, it, it's almost as if, oh, we lost a lot of our budget. Okay, we're going to make this thing so incredibly graphic and chock full of like just pushing the boundaries, just nudity. And it's so grindhousey and you would love it. There is no way you would not like this movie. Uh, well, uh, I have to do a mailbox drop tomorrow. I was planning to, anyway. Ooh. I got a bunch of okay. stuff. My Eugene stack is stacking up over here, and I've got to get it off my shelf. Then, so, uh, turkey, I, I turkey shoot is... We've been talking about several movies over the last few weeks that you, you're like, have to see. Yeah. Whatever. Pull me some stuff and... Whatever. Turkey shoot is one of them. It is a blast. Uh, I believe that Tarantino quite enjoys uh, this movie as well. So there you go. Not that that matters, but no, it, you're good. If you and Tarantino recommend it, how can I turn it down? Then yeah, exactly. So <laughs> um, Dead End Drive-In is a hit or miss, but this one here is just it's great. It feels like everybody that was behind the camera making this was probably snorting just rails of cocaine. It, it's something about it is just like this is ooh wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got a quick double header of some Tom Cruise nonsense, and then I will be done and turn okay. the rest of the show over to you. Jack Reacher had to rewatch this one just because I was, you know, one of those days where you're just like, I need to just watch some people get their ass kicked and just a safety net of Tom Cruise curl up in those arms, warmness. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. I know it's not going to be. A++ material, but I just need to see some people die and uh, a rather short fellow run funny. <laughs> With beautiful teeth. <laughs> and well, yeah. Uh, Jack Reacher fit the bill. I haven't seen the second one yet. I, I, I really want to, but... Me too. I, just haven't I do. Got around to it. I will soon, but I've, I've wanted to rewatch this one for a while, and it totally holds up for me. I completely enjoyed it. I especially love that... Uh, Werner Herzog is the bad guy. That's the best. And I think this is the best wow. that... He was? Yeah, that's Werner Herzog. Oh, man. I don't remember that. Oh, it's a great movie. It really yeah. is. Oh, yeah, that is a good movie. Very good movie. Might be the best performance that we've gotten so far out of Jay Courtney. Because <laughs> he's, he's suitably yeah. menacing in this movie. I can't think of something that I like he him is. better in. He, he 
works very well. Uh, I reviewed that film before. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Next up, I, I went to this one for two reasons. I haven't seen it since the theater, so I remember almost nothing about it. And secondly, because it was directed by James Mangold, who did The Wolverine mm. and Logan. Mm. So I wanted to go back and revisit that one. And that is Night and Day. Do you remember that one? Tom Cruise. Cameron Diaz. Yes. He's a spy, but everybody is telling her that he's crazy and there's a love story. There are some pretty damn good action bits in this movie that I forgot about. And I was like, damn, that was pretty sweet. Cars flipping over him and uh, leaping on top of him. Some ridiculous shit, but it's yeah. a spy movie. Who, who gives a crap? You're not going to have that? It worked pretty well. I enjoyed it. I think it's still a smidge too long at two hours. You could have trimmed ten out of there, maybe. maybe. He keeps saying her name, and she says, quit saying my name, right? Isn't there a scene? Yeah, there's a scene where yeah. that happens, and then she it's reversal. She does it later in the movie. But it was interesting to see James Mangold growing as a director from the, you know, where he did, from what he, there, and Wolverine and Logan. You know, you see the progression when you step yeah. through a director's filmography. It's a yeah. really interesting trip. If you ever go do that, just, like, get into... Uh, okay, now I'm going to watch, I don't know, pick a director, it doesn't matter. Watch his movies from beginning to end. You see how he, how they grow, he or she. Anyway, that's why I wanted to rewatch it, because I hadn't seen it in a while, and it popped up. I was like, I should give that one another watch, because I, I remember little about it. And I enjoyed it, I again, a little too long, but uh, still some really kick-ass action scenes that were worth taking the trip. And it's fun seeing K, uh, Cage. Not Nick Cage. He's he's kind of acting like Nick Cage in this movie, but it's it's yeah, fun seeing Cruz a little more unhinged because he's always yeah. fun when he's he's being not goofy, but uh, he's cut loose a little bit more than usual. This almost might be the last Boy Scout of Cruz spy movies because it could almost be a Mission Impossible. Oh no, he's disavowed and he's got to prove that he's right and honorable. Well, we yep. haven't seen that five times before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only difference yeah. is his name is Nathan Hunt. Yes. <laughs> anyway. there, there's a scene on an island there, right? Where? Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was a good movie. Yeah, I haven't bad. seen that in years. I saw. I think I saw it in the theater, and that was the last time. Anyway, night and day okay. worth checking out. We have just enough time over to you. One more round. I'm done. Okay. Um, should we just focus on that one movie, or should I? It touch is up on to any? you. As usual, I like to pass the ball to you right at Pumpkinhead time. So. I know, I know. Um, uh, you know what? Let's. I, I just want to get a real shitty movie out of the way. It won't take that long, and then um, and then we'll get on to the good stuff. Um, so, real quick here, I wanted to talk about uh, just briefly a movie called Hellgate. Uh, there's a fine line between. Um, awful, awful, and then awful, amazing. And Hellgate is awful, amazing, and I, seriously, it's, it's hard for me to describe, like, what makes a movie, like, a complete piece of shit, but in the best way possible, and a complete piece of shit that you would never want to watch. And Hellgate, from 1989, is awesome. It's, it's so awesome, and it's so, it's so bad, but it's not, it's, it's something about it is like, this is like, did they knowingly do this? Cause this is so awful. Next level awful. 
Pretty much. Yes. Yes. It, it goes there. And it was released on my birthday, 1990. And so I feel like I'm a part of Hellgate. <laughs> um, I'm starting to I'm, feel like I'm a part of Hellgate and just being yes. involved in this. <laughs> um, a motorcycle gang kidnaps a young woman and, um, from a diner and brutally kills her. And then, uh, many years later, the girl's father finds a magical crystal that can bring her back from the dead. And then these actor or these awful actors show up and there's nudity. And then there's zombies in a, in a ghost town with cowboys kind of. And then what uh, is happening? This is like Westworld, but a uh, dumpster fire. Yeah, there's puppets. Uh, a oh, goldfish good. gets yeah. A, yeah, a goldfish gets big in a, in a goldfish tank and explodes. It's great. Um, Hellgate, folks, it was great. <sighs> it was it was it was a flaming pile of complete dog shit. And I yep, I liked it. Okay, now the good movie. Do you own that? Can I throw that on the? Side? I have it. I have it on Arrow Blu-ray. I imported it from the UK. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's Region so, B. Yeah. No, no Hellgate for I, me. And the whole way through, I'm like, oh, I want you to watch this so bad because it's it. But it truly is like, it's a special kind of. This is cool. Like it's. I, I am you. so into this movie because it's the 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 dialogue. And I'm like, are you you're trying to be this bad, right? Uh, it's great. Who okay. knows? It sounds a little more like Extro to me, where it's like, oh, all of a sudden there's a midget on a tri- yes. uh, unicycle it, and some alien eggs and some goo in a tub and. That actually what? is a good comparison. Is it's just it's random hour and a half nothing that works. Wow! I was I very impressed that, that Extra well. made your list for your monster movies. Oh on yeah, soft underbelly. Yeah, everybody, that, go listen to Eugene's show. Yep that that <laughs> movie has I've come around on that one. That one is uh, that one's awesome. Yep. Okay, one more. Last but not least is Midnight Special from director Jeff Nichols. I was able to watch this movie upon your recommendation. And spoiler, it gets spoiler, a- spoiler, 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 yes. spoiler, everybody spoiler. If you haven't yes. seen Midnight Special, then just uh, skip to the end. Yep. Um, I'm just going to start by saying I gave it four and a half out of five. And even then, I'm like, I'm not quite sure why it doesn't get five because it's, it's that good. It's that good. I, I My wife was sitting there and I'm like, oh, please like this movie, please. And halfway through, she's like, this is really good. Um, she really liked it. Uh, actually, her only complaint was she's like, "Ah, Kylo Ren in this? I don't know." Oh, what? Why? He and, was well, fine. He did, oh, he was great, but he just as a he's Kylo Ren, and now he's <laughs> now <this> I'm nerdy <laughs> guy. <laughs> I haven't associated him with that that cl- closely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, but this movie is fantastic. This is. I don't know where to begin. Like, I, I don't want to compare it to Stranger Things because it's better than that. Um, I kept coming back to Tomorrowland. Oh, nice! Because of the end, I mean, you're going yes. to a magical world, and oh man, that was so good. It's just a, the, well, the real question is where was he going? What was the point of the cult farm? Yada yada, and you can d- debate that, and nobody's really wrong because they never nailed down anything. The writing was perfectly overt and vague and but you kind of still knew what was going on but you didn't know what was going on that is my favorite form of writing yep but it was never too hard to, to follow yeah i was totally on board the whole way through and the end i'm like that was 
I don't know how I could have made that different without with without ruining things because I I liked how it ended. The most, yeah, that most was frustrating so thing good. about it is if you go and watch the trailer, the trailer makes it look like it's some kind of kid kids uh fantasy sci-fi thing and it's nah not for me no but you watch that's an adult movie mm-hmm. even though it's not like super rated r or anything yeah very much so i agree uh michael shannon was the, the entire cast entire cast was fantastic especially michael shannon michael shannon was heartbreaking in this movie. yeah he was like oh that final scene and this is spoilery but that final scene in prison, I'm like, holy shit, that's, oh. Not even that. The scene where he reconnects with the kid's mother, and you, oh, and you yes. realize that he didn't steal the kid away, or whatever. It, 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 and it's something in the way that, maybe I'm just reading into it again, I'm writing fan fiction, but it, it, <laughs> it <Yeah>. seemed <laughs> more like there was an agreement with the mother that, I will go to this cult farm just to make sure our child is protected, but he is special and does need to be not in the regular world. And yeah. she was like, please go protect our kid. Cause I can't, cause I can't fake it. So do you think that, that they purposely went to the cult and that the cult leader adopted the kid as I, a way no, to protect him? And- I think the cult formed around him because he oh. did his eyeball thing and communicated with them, whatever. Yep. And it just grew and grew and spread and spread. And oh, wow. at yeah. some point with the wife, they were like, this is getting insane. And Michael Shannon was like, I'm going to stay and protect the kid. And she went off because it's like, this is a cult. <laughs> yeah. But they weren't wrong necessarily. No, they weren't. In the end. They... And even she, I don't yeah. think, was against it, but she was like, protect our son. And yeah. that's what he did. And you could see that, like, I don't know, again, I'm... I'm Maybe I'm just writing, I'm just inventing all this shit, but it seemed like there was a lot of, there wasn't a falling out between those two as much as there, as soon as they were on screen together, there was longing between them two. Yeah, like there was. I missed you. Yeah. I missed yeah. you too. Like you've been away at war. I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. just making shit up. No, and that scene where he talks to his, his son about, you know, don't worry about me, dad. That's my job. I'm, I'm. I, oh, I'm like, oh, that's right in the fields right there. Yeah. That's so good. Gut wrenching. And I, yes. I was mostly worried that please be going somewhere positive and please end up being agree, positive agree. and don't be, I was thinking it's going to be like, um, oh, what was that one with Nick Cage knowing oh, where they just, which whisk, was a great movie, but whisk yeah. the kids off planet and everything blows up. But it was even better than that because it was, interdimensional future beings and it's like, yo, you belong here with us. And it's like, hey, look at here's the future that you tiny plebs are too stupid to be able yes. to get into. So we're just gonna take this one that's really smart and awesome and fuck the rest of you. Yep. Yep. Roll credits. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm good with that. I'm good Yes, with that. me too. And the sparsely used effects were fantastic. Like the 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 alternate dimension stuff. I'm like I loved it. It wasn't like Tron stuff. It was, it looked real to hey, me. For why are you throwing part? Tron under the bus here? I mean, oh, no, I mean, it wasn't like this hyper, like what? Stylized was, crazy. I got you. Yeah. So that was a great movie. Everybody, everybody did so good. And I liked that the cult eventually was almost inconsequential. It's like, okay, well, that, that's, and then we're done with that. And I figured that the cult was a big, part of the story and it is in the beginning but not so much by the second half and it, it threw me kind of for a loop 
Yeah. Like, well, here's the bad guys. Well, like, after a certain point, it's like, okay, we're done. But it made sense with the story. I'm like, that, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally yeah. like it. That for 2016, that would have definitely made my best of the year for 2016. Yeah, definitely. It would make my top 10 of, easily. Easily. Yeah. I could bump three or four off the list. <laughs> Put that yeah. Apart. Yeah, me too. That was a gem in the rough right there. I can't wait to revisit that one. That's one that I will be watching numerous times. I figured your wife would like it too. Oh yeah, that was, man, I, I love those human based science fiction movies like Close Encounters of the, of the Third Kind, like where there's family issues going on, and that's like this. I agree, but even uh, being a dad now, especially of boys, it's that Michael Shannon and the kid connection. There were a couple of scenes there where it was like, quit, just stop. I'm not trying to feel this much while I'm, I'm just trying to chill yeah. and watch a science fiction movie. Oh, yeah. Hold on, and, I just and, finished the, this Michael Shannon movie. I gotta go hug my boys. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you hugging us so tight? Shut up and love me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the cat, I mean, Sam Shepard, uh, was great in the movie. Um, everybody was good. Joel Edgerton with great movie. Highly recommend that one. That's an unjustly, I, I, I don't want to say underseen, but, uh, it felt like that should have got a bigger release. I agree, but I don't know if it was unjust because that trailer, eh, yeah. I, but again, if they had, if they had added more of the movie in that trailer, it would have gave too much away. It's one of those yeah. movies you can't really say anything about without ruining it. So yeah, take our advice. Don't watch the trailer. Just go watch the damn movie. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And if you like that, uh, definitely check out mud. Uh, another one from this director. It was great. I am on the fence with uh gimme shelter. Uh, I like it, but um, a bit, Almost too heavy uh, for it, that's a tough one. That's a tough movie right there. And again, it deals with a father and a daughter in that one, and it is an unpleasant movie. Yeah. Uh, so well, but I'm going still... to be bumping up mud. I need to get on that. It's been too long. So. Yeah, that's a fantastic movie. Okay, coming soon from you. Let's wrap this up and be done. Okay, I have got the box set of House. The House of Four Pack, which is obviously House 1 and 2, House 3, uh, which is also known as here in the States as The Horror Show, and then House 4. Uh, so I can't wait to get into that. And then I also got a, uh, a three, it was like six bucks brand new, a, uh, three movies on one Blu-ray of random early 70s British horror, I guess. One is an anthology. One is called Brotherhood of Satan, and one is called uh, I don't know. It's got Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, and I've never seen it. And I'm like, oh yes, and it's six dollars brand new. I'm like sold. <laughs> so uh, the other one's uh, Torture Garden, and it's an anthology from Amicus. <laughs> of yeah. course. So it is. yeah, so I'm like uh, the I can't wait. I'm I, I'm giddy. I, that's gonna the be the Hellgate awesome. leads to the Torture Garden. Yes, and then the windmill blows it all. The shit. Ah, no, that was nothing. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh, for me, I'm um, I'm kind of feeling a kung fu kick coming on, so I might be watching some old school kung fu movies. Maybe not. We'll see. I I've still got Ip Man three in my queue that I need to get that checked off soon because those movies are fantastic. Uh, Birds of Prey. I might start watching soon, which is a uh, 90s comic book show because I just finished up another I've, uh, pretty much all my comic book shows I've I've got caught up on mm -hmm. 
Uh, Constantine, I need to keep watching, I need to watch another episode of that, because I'm running out of comic book material, and, you know, that's my bread and butter, like Eugene loves horror. Yep. <laughs> of course. And, I don't know, Rogue One, I think I'm going to be re-watching that next week, because my buddy got me the voodoo code. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Does that come with special features, or is it just the movie? Nah, I don't care. I'll be getting the okay. Blu-ray eventually, but... Yeah, me too. Uh, until then... Anyway, yeah, okay. I, who knows? I'm gonna, I, Red versus Blue I'm watching. I, just a bunch of random shit right now. The Masters of this weekend? Yay! Watching golf. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. it's just a bunch of random shit. That, I, I gotta finish up this frickin' Skyward Sword Zelda game. I'm playing the hell out of that. And, uh, video games and golf and yeah. <laughs> movies. Yeah, there are movies in there, but uh, honestly, my, my kids have been so wild lately. It's like, I, I, I don't have that two hours to just sit down and watch some shit as much yeah. as I desperately want it. And and when I finally get it, it's like, I want to watch something that I know I'm going to enjoy. And it's something. So I've you rewatch something. Yeah. I've already talked about on the show and I'm like, ah, I should be watching something new, but Oh, these are the problems of movie freaks. First world yep. problems. Wah. First world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. As far as I'm concerned, I will see okay. you next week, sir. All right. Oh, hey, one more review. Sure. Pr- Primeval. Uh, look it up. Zero stars. I'm Eugene Weaver. Wait, 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 wait. Primeval, the the alligator movie? No, 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 no. Primeval. Just look it up. Mm. Zero stars. What is the al- now in now I know the title of the alligator movie that was uh something evil. Oh, prime oh okay, that was like one word, prime evil. Okay. This is prime evil. Oh. Zero stars. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just for reference, what is prime evil? Yeah. Prime evil is the alligator movie. Prime evil. Yeah, well, how many stars is that one? It's unwatchable. It's zero. It's, no, uh, it's no, no, zero. the the alligator one. Oh, the alligator one. That was good. I liked that movie. Yeah, that was probably I would say I would probably say that was that was actually I think one that you were like, dude, you should check that one out. That's pretty good. And I watched it. I'm like, that kicked ass. That was like in uh, in Africa, yeah, right? A giant alligator thing. I gave that one. I would give that one three and a half. Yep, that was a good movie. Primeval Zero. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cut this all out. This is garbage. Nah, I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> See done. you later, buddy. Bye. Thanks for listening.